I think yeah. I think yeah. I, mean, I think we fear. I mean, the other thing I think we fear, and 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 I think it's, um, it plays into. You see this playing into into the political arena a lot at the moment. Um, the desire to kind of maintain a status quo. Um, the, the the fact that people feel that you know events are moving too fast for them culture is developing too fast for them technologies are moving too fast people don't understand they don't have enough they, they don't feel they're able to settle i mean you find this i don't know if you've either of you, you i'm sure you must have watched um it's a great film called um it's an hg wells film things to come i've heard of it i don't think i've ever it's a good watched film. it mm. worth a, worth a look hunter if you get a, get a chance uh it's 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 quite in some ways it's quite a long fairly kind of epic at some places a little bit ponderous sort of film um but it's it's got a very interesting conceit. I mean, you've got you've got this town which is no just called every town. It's a little this community, and it's just pre-war. Um, and then you get the war breaking out, and it's supposed to be. A, they don't say it in as many words, but it's it's basically Britain and America. Wells had obviously predicted this was going to happen. It's fairly close by. Um, so you have war breaking out, but the war carries on. Um, and it doesn't stop, and it gets to a point where where the town is just bombed, and it's a bit, it's a wreck, and and slowly but surely resources are running out, um, and then it gets to a point where everything is going. Now you return to every town uh, towards the end of the war, and it's almost like feudalistic. It's been run by some baron now, Ralph Richardson, something, um, uh, and uh, uh, and he's running it like a feudal town. You know, cars have been towed along by oxen and so on, and it's gone back to that. You've still got the town, the location. Um, but they're still trying to they're still maintaining all the old rhetoric about, oh, you know, we need to kind of have victory in our time and um, victory against the hill people. And, and the new thing is that we need to kind of, you know, capture their oil supplies because then we can keep our machines running. Um, uh, and then ultimately you have this 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 um, you get this guy turning up in some futuristic aircraft and he's he's he comes from somewhere down in Basra or whatever. And it's the last vestiges of of engineers and scientists um, who are protecting civilization. Um, and they fly in uh, and they take over. Basically, they bomb everybody with the gas of peace, <laughs> uh, which knocks everybody out. And then when everybody wakes up now, suddenly they're uh, they're part of this new kind of scientific empire. Uh, and it all kind of looks I mean, from those of us have a kind of come, come from a kind of Star Trek Federation sort of point of view. Kind of, oh, yeah, this, this, this sounds good. These are the these are the, the smart guys, the rational guys, they've got the science going here. They're building, they're rebuilding every town. Part of it's underground, electric lights, and they've got kind of, you know, nuclear power and so on. And they're building the space gun, which is like, you know, we're going to explore space. Um, and you get one guy, he's like, a, he's like a, a, an artist. Uh, and he starts to speak out. He said, look, you know, we've not had time. We've had all this progress. All this progress, all this stuff happening. And it, it's too much for us all to assimilate at once. Why can't we just stop for a bit um, because, and, and just catch our breath? Uh, and just you know, just kind of assimilate some of this stuff a little bit. Um, why are we shooting people into space here? Um, why are we doing this? We have enough of this progress. And the scientists say, no, no, we have to keep going. We have to keep going. Every new challenge, we have to keep going. Uh, and you end up with this kind of this this sort of um, dichotomy at the end. We have all the kind of the normal people, the ordinary people, headed up by these artists and so on, going to smash the space gun as the kind of the symbol of of, of technological uh, um, um, technological development and progress. Um, and then you've got the scientists desperately trying to launch two people can shoot them, shoot them into space in this cannon um and it ends up with kind of raymond massey saying you know well it's either we're either kind of scrabbling around on the earth for a few minutes of pleasure uh, like animals um, or we're going to the start it's either one or the other and that's how they leave leave the thing uh, and i think that polarizes people's positions you know quite mm. nicely in some some ways that you know, some people fear oh my goodness. the progress and some people <laughs> genuinely have enough. And I think, you know, you, you get to a point where you say, oh, man, you know, every time I think I've got a handle on, on what's going on, 
the game changes, the technologies change, and we you know just got a handle on 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 various kinds of kind of study techniques and things that students oh, do. And yes. now the whole kind of AI stuff has kind of taken off, and you got you know Chat uh, uh, GPT, uh, where you know students can just type in type in a a, a a question into this AI, and it will write an essay for them. So you know how do we how do we moderate that? You've got to you've got to check out the latest South Park episode ah. about that. Are they covering it? Are they? It's really really good. Yeah, I'll go it's for it. Really really good. Yeah. So yeah. you can kind of spoil it. You must watch that. But you kind of kind of see you kind of kind of see. Yeah, I can see how people might want a bit of a rest from all that. Um, and it reminded me. I'll, I'll stop in it because I, I get quite. It reminded me of um, um, the, the other. There was a film, Interview with a Vampire. Do you remember that the the, the, the mm. movie? Yeah. Um, and these guys who live for hundreds and hundreds of years, and eventually, um, I, I remember. I think it was. I think you know. Uh, um, you know, Tom Cruise, whatever. They, they end up in Paris. And they go to this kind of vampire kind of, you know, um, um, crypt. And there are all these kind of old vampires just sitting around in coffins and buried and stuff like that. None of them want to move. They've just had enough. You know, longevity, length of life is not enough to allow you to assimilate to change of culture. It's got to a point where, you know, guys, guys saying, you know, oh, man, I was turning, I was a vampire, you know, at the end of the Middle Ages. I've seen all these changes. I can't assimilate anymore. You know, I simply can't cope with any. I just rather just sit here now. I mean, it's like my grandmother who's just sort of saying, that's it, I've had it now. You know, I, I was born, you know, at the, at the end of the Victorian era. Um, I don't need to know how video recorders work anymore. I've just had it now. I've stopped. Um, so you've got that. And I think, our, you know, some of our, our political masters are just saying to people, you know, wouldn't it be nice just to go back to the 1950s and just stop? Stop there where we knew every, everybody knew their place. Everybody knew the score and the rules. Um, uh, and, you know, people say, oh, you know what? kind of like that that would be kind of you know that'd be kind of you know quite a nice thing to do uh, and then you've got the other side saying no no if you don't keep moving and you don't keep progressing and, and and developing um then you lose yourself sense of self so for me it's for me it's um i get i get that it's like it's um yeah progress for progress sake you know and as we talked earlier on about um like hegel Mm. And we, um, it's like this absolute. We're moving towards it. Mm. It's like, well, who's moving it? <laughs> we're moving it. And why? Where are we going? And who's decided where are we going? Uh, I, I thought this thing, this crazy thing earlier. It's like my 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 thing now is um, um, is like perspective. You know, um, perspective. Different ways of looking at things, mm. right? And it, and I thought the most most extreme thing I could think of is um, uh, uh, this idea. Of, uh, a st- let's think of a story. Um, the posit like the the um, the film It's a Wonderful Life, oh, well, yeah. right? It's fantastic, right? Mm-hmm. I love it. It's fantastic. <sighs> yeah, but you, you can have that opinion. <laughs> I'm not argue. Oh my uh, goodness! But, no, wait, wait. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn this on its head, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine. Do you know when um, uh, in the world the 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 world where um, uh, the character uh, ba- um, what's his name George Bailey George Bailey, Bailey. George Bailey doesn't ex- the, 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 you know, the universe in which George Bailey doesn't exist. Mm. Right? Let's imagine there's another person that's living a, living a, a life, mm. and in, in the world that, that, uh, that George Bailey doesn't exist, he suddenly switches as well. Mm. And he's like the, um, like, let's say like a jazz musician. Do you know where George goes into the, into the yeah. Knicks? Mm. He goes in, into Knicks and there's like they're playing jazz. And everyone's having a good time drinking. Yeah. And I, I thought, well, let's think this a jazz musician. All his life he's had uh, trouble and, and, and disaster. But when George Bailey doesn't exist, he suddenly is a successful jazz musician in, in, um, mm. in Nick's thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it's, it's perspective. We, and and um, 
uh, it's we view things simplistically. Mm. This is the best thing. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is the this is the way to, to live our life. Mm. We don't think of the we think there's there's um, easy answers to complex mm. situations. Yes. We have the best of all and possible worlds. Yeah. Yeah, and this that that doesn't exist. Yeah. There, there's it. I was thinking about that a little bit um, recently because I was just doing, uh, letting my mind wander as one is wont to do, and thinking about oh, if I was, if my life was reset to I don't know when I was 16 years old and I retained all the knowledge of what I knew of my life from then on, like what would I change? And the more I thought about it, the more I realized that I wouldn't want to change mm. much of it because the more I changed, the less of what I knew mm. would be accurate. Yeah. And then I'd basically be living that life something, and I'd be making a instead of just oh well, I'd easily change this mistake and change this mistake. And it wasn't until I until I really thought about it that each choice was made based on the circumstances I found myself in because of a choice I made mm. before. So the likelihood of me being put in the position to make this, you know, choice X, you know, I might not even have a even be making that choice if I had gone and choice G had made a difference, gone mm. in a different mm. direction. And it's like easy to think, okay, well, oh, I'd you know, I'd have such a, a much better life with this change or that change. Mm. And it's about, but there's so much that builds us, and so much that influences us with each choice we make in our lives that you can never predict what life would be. Mm. Like you can't mm. say that, even saying. Yeah. Mm. Yes. I mean that's. I mean I think that's. You know, I mean I think that's why the you know existentialism likes such puts so much so much weight on the importance of choice. Um, that that's mm. that you know that is kind of the, the the ultimate the ultimate expression of you enacting your identity or making a choice. And every time you make a choice, that makes you what you are. And if you go back and start, I mean it's basically what Hunter's saying is that you know back in the uh, back in his early you know, wilder, carefree days, um, he would still have picked a fight with a bunch of burly Norsicans in a pool hall. <laughs> yeah, and that's that. I mean, the end. Exactly. Yeah, and that's exactly. I mean, and that's that. That's. I mean, you know, that's, that's clearly what that story is about. You know, is Picard saying, "Oh, I would have been. You know, I'm less rash now. I'm more considered now. I'm more rational now. I wish I would be. I wish I was more rational and more considered and and, and, and sensible when I was back in my younger days, because then I wouldn't have been stabbed up by these guys in a bar fight, uh, and things would have been better." And they do that whole. They do that whole. It's a wonderful life, George Bailey thing, don't they? You know, Q takes him back mm. and says, "Okay, well, here you go." And as I recall, he ends up being a kind of a, you know, doesn't, it's not, it's not kind of an appalling life, but he ends up being a bit of a non-entity on the, on the, on the ship, doesn't he? Yeah, he's just an, he's just an ensign. Yeah. He's, he's the same age, but he's an ensign on the Enterprise, and he's just in some like trivial science. That's division. it. Yeah. He, and he, uh, asks, he asks Riker um, what to do, like for an appraisal. Yeah, because he wants. He said, "What would I have to do to get into command?" And they were all look, that's what Riker and, 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 and Troy looking at each other, going, "Well, you know." Uh, you're very no, punctual. I, I think, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> well, you're punctual. You're punctual. Yeah, it's the worst thing you want <laughs> yeah. to hear, isn't it? They they visit this a number of times. The kind of alternate future, alternate timeline thing. Don't they? There was that. There's there's that episode, mm. uh, um, which is the I think is it called the Enterprise D, um, where there's uh, uh, a previous Enterprise comes through comes through some 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 temporal fissure. Um, and Enterprise so, oh, C, know, isn't it? Enterprise C, yeah, and it was kind of, and it was sort of, oh well, you know, it's um, we 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 were um, you know, we were in the middle of a battle, with uh, with you know, three Romulan warbirds, to, and we were supposed to be protect, we were supposed to be coming to help um, help a, a Klingon colony, and we were outmatched mm. and outnumbered, and we were in a state here, um, and the, the thing is, and and in the in the, the the timeline that the Enterprise is in, the main the main timeline, um, they're at war with the Klingons, and it was kind of well. You know, and, and the idea is that they were probably at war with the Klingons uh, because of something that happened in the past. And if, if the previous Enterprise had actually managed to rescue that colony back in the past, maybe the Klingon war with the Federation wouldn't have taken place. And, yada, yada. and so there's that question of, you know, um, do they go back? And they're saying, well, we can send you back, but there's no chance you're going to win. So, OK, we could go back. Uh, and we could be destroyed, but you know that right ship in the right place at the right time might make Tasha Yar, yeah, yeah, and Tar- yeah, yeah, Tasha yeah. goes with them, yeah, because she said, you know, I, mm. I, I, I gather, I, I, you know, I died a meaningless death in this reality. Um, mm. I'd like to go back and make a difference, and it's, you know, I know, Mike, has you haven't seen the latest season of Picard, have you? I haven't, no. which is totally no. redeemed. Yeah, yeah the, the the whole thing, the first two seasons, was like, I, I personally, I couldn't stand them. I thought it was awful. I haven't watched past season one simply because I haven't had time to sit oh, down. Oh, ignore do season I... one and two. Go straight to three. It just <laughs> ignore one and two. Awful, <laughs> awful. Three is 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 great. Yeah. But yeah, it is interesting. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we we talked. I think when one first first came out, and we we approached it, uh, we approached it kind of you know cautiously and kind of poked it with a mm-hmm. with a with a with a stick. Um, and he's saying that in some ways. Um, it almost started out as a as a as a kind of um, um, an old geeks kind of reaction to to mm. to the newer Star Trek series. So, you know, we grew up. Well, I certainly grew up with 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 the Kirk Star Trek, which is very, in a sense, which is very optimistic. Rodenby's view was very kind of enlightenment, very optimistic. Mm. You know, uh, that we will all eventually come together. We will bury our differences. You know, slavery and equality will be gone. Uh, and differences between the genders will be gone. There'll be equality for all, um, and we'll be able to explore, and we'll be able to do exciting things, and spend our times in egalitarian pursuits, and that's that's all great. And it was kind of yeah, 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 go the Federation, really, kind of. And as a young, you know, as a youngster, that was quite a nice, quite a nice sort of image to to go away with. And that that, that progresses when you get to kind of next generation. So, um, um, but then the newer seasons, the newer series, are kind of the more t- two thousand series, much darker. And you know, you get to the point where the Federation is as corrupt as anywhere else. And anybody with a high, we said, you know, there's this joke now: if you're introduced to anybody of a high rank in the Federation, they're bound to be either a spy or a shapeshifter, um, or or somebody who is actually kind of you know dedicated to the downfall of civilization. Um, and um, you get Picard, who's almost in that first season, being like me and Danny, going kind to of saying, "This is not the Federation we grew up with." This is not the federation I believe in. You know, we want to get. We, 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 you know, I don't want this. I want a federation that comes to the help of people, and I want a federation that stands up for its principles. Mm. Um, um, and that's another kind of. It is another kind of culture. One of the things that's cropped up, on and off throughout Star Trek. Um, I think particularly when you got to uh, got to things like um, um, Deep Space Nine uh, and the stuff with the Marquis, you start to get these kind of cracks in its armor. The idea that actually. Um, you know, the Federation could still be seen as just as imperialistic um, and as absolutist 
uh, as 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 any kind of you know more, more kind of fascist regime. Um, and you have people sort of saying, well, you know, you're no better than the Borg. You just want to come along. I think it was in one. Uh, I think one of the one of the the, the, the command officers in Deep Space Nine um, turns out to be a turns out to be a, a, a marquee sympathizer and sabotages some stuff and then buggers off and 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 the, the and cisco the, the the commander of the station takes this personally he feels you have betrayed the federation uh, and everything it stands for uh, and, and he has very much got that kind of hegelian kind of prussian view that the federation is almost a manifestation of of you know everything that is good in the universe um and this guy confronts him and says what you're upset about is because you know um you know i've upset you know i've upset your 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 view of of the absolute culture um, that you know you go happily from one one culture to the next you know claiming that you've got you've got this kind of prime directive but basically wanting everybody to join your club and behave the way you behave and have your values and your system of ethics um what makes you any different from from any of these other kind of imperialists and the, any of these other kind of organizations that have tried to try to dominate um and you start thinking that and i started to think to myself this is how i grew up as a kid when i was thinking about america as a youngster america was the promised land it had all the technology. It had people who went to, into space, for God's sake, um, you know, uh, and, you know, genuinely saw America as, as that kind of as, as, the, as you know, as, as, as the great hope um, for the future. Um, and it's only afterwards you begin to get older and you begin to see that everything is politicized and everything is murky. Uh, that, you know, you, that, that these things aren't as simple as you as you believe. And you, be, you lose your innocence over these things and you lose that kind of, you know, that that, that idolization of a, of a culture. Um, Carpenters, guys. I mean, you still, you still Federation guys, or, or you, or I mean, you know, when you're Euro thirteen, I, I, I thought, oh dear. Ultimately, dirty dealings. If I were transplanted into the Star Trek universe, um, I would still support the Federation. I would believe that the Federation needs significant reform, mm. but as an ideal, the Federation mm -hmm. is still better than anything else mm. that the that particular universe has to offer. Um, you, you know the the Dominion is just yet another fascist regime. Like, yes, okay, everything's ordered, everything is yeah. works like clockwork, but that's because anyone who time, steps yeah. out of line is just crushed by the you know the military of the Dominion. Um, hmm. You know, the the Romulans have, have shown that okay, you know, their plotting and whatnot doesn't do them any good. The Klingon Empire is basically cannibalizing itself because it can't move past that it, it, it's so focused on the warrior aspect of its of its culture that it has denied all of the the mm. philosophy and the, the 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 noble aspects that made mm. them and helped them build up to that point um you know like even the vulcans you know they, they kind of accept that okay mm. well you know we you know, we need all these other species to keep us from just kind of stagnating and becoming you know was it the uh the telosians from um the the cage and the menagerie you know that that otherwise we just become so insular we'd lose it yeah no i i, I see yeah i mean i that, that's fast i mean danny do you have a perspective on this are you still are you still four square behind the federation or are you are you suspicious well of the them? problem is that the federation is um um uh, look at the right uh, looking at the writing and uh, the vision, because like, like I said, mm. we went. I went into like P the, the new P series of Picard and New Trek with a kind of this is not, this is not uh, you know uh, my my old you know Star Trek uh, vision of the future. It's not my, be yeah, this is not my beautiful house. Uh, vision of the future. 
and um, mm. and it, it, it and um, I listened uh, listened to some sort of various like takes on it. And one of the, one of the things that I heard is like um, Gene Roddenberry wouldn't allow any um, like inter interpersonal conflict in the script mm. with, with like you know in 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 you know the original series and starting uh, next generation. So you've got low, and then the, as it goes along, you've got loads of old scripts that are being uh, made. Um, um, uh, they're, they're written by people who grew up in the fifties and sixties, and and um, there's that, that that kind of idealized version of the of the future. I still like that, mm. but it's just a big side look at. I think I mentioned at the top as well about looking at America, and um, we um, America's got lots of problems, of course. But one of the things it's, it, uh, it, it still stands up for is like being able to say what you think. And um, that's one of the things now that worry me the most. Um, and and I, I lived in Saudi Arabia for a while and there's, there's um, some mm. things you can't say. <laughs> You're not allowed to talk about. Yeah. yeah. And um, that's terrible. That's terrible. So you should be mm. allowed to say what you want. So in the, the, now I've kind of reconciled that a little bit more. And I like the idea that um, we should have a positive outlook, and I think that the, the positive outlook is um, uh, getting people together in a situation and, and being able to be being able to be themselves. That's what I really like. Um, hmm. Oh God, it's gone out of my head. Firefly. Hmm. And um, so they, you've got those people all together, and and some they yeah they argue, and then sometimes you know they they snipe at each other, and they're very different, but they're together in this ship right they call it a boat mm. um yeah and the the being able to be together but argue and and have differences of opinion and talk stuff out that is mm. that is an, a, a different kind of ideal that i like and, that, and i think the federation mm. if it stands for anything it should be that um working together <laughs> working together to get problems solved if whether it's problems between people or problems that are outside mm. Yeah, and I think that's that's the 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 big thing with new track versus um, versus old track is that like old track just kind of either hand waved it or pushed it to the side and pretended it didn't exist, whereas new track is showing you the ugly side of all that. Is that there are going to be disagreements? There are going to be a lot of hiccups and bad decisions made because of trying to you know come to a consensus there even if you and it's like even if there's a majority consensus on something you know if it's a 51 49 split and so okay we go with the majority well that's 49 percent is still a significant chunk of the population that doesn't agree it's almost and, like our brexit vote <laughs> yeah hmm. and it has and those things will have far-reaching consequences and then suddenly you know those will branch off and cause more uh, uh, issues that then need to be discussed mm -hmm. and how are we going to address this how are we going to deal with this crisis and it can lead to more and more polarization um, the big thing that always got me about the Maquis is that it, it it felt like they weren't really a threat to the Federation like it really like you know, the, the, the Maquis were just a bunch of people who basically renounced Federation citizenship and were fighting to against the 
Kardashian colonization of certain mm -hmm. worlds along this disputed border. And all the Federation had to do was just say, oh, they're a terrorist mm -hmm. organization and we're just going to, you know, let the Cardassians do whatever they want. But they send all these ships out to track down the Maquis for, and it felt, and it, it felt like they weren't going after them because they were a political threat. They were, they were going after them because they left the Federation and that threatened mm -hmm. the ideal that the federation is this perfect society because if it's a perfect society no one will want to yeah, leave yeah yeah well exactly so, so yeah yes i mean it's like um it's it's almost like um you know plato's republic isn't it it's kind of well you know once everybody knows i mean plato's kind of once everybody knows their place um and are happy in their place um then there should be no need for any change um nobody's going to want to change um the only reason that people would want to change somewhere is if they as if there was a as if they were in an imperfect situation so you know if you've achieved a utopia um if you want to leave there's something wrong with you and that raises the issue what do you do with these people i mean you know do you exclude mm. them do you you know do you uh do you uh do you have them reconditioned <laughs> uh, to uh you know to to, to accept can, the status quo you know the 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 brexit vote thing it's like mm. so that, mm. that completely suddenly yeah. we've got this schism and anyone who voted a mm. certain way, well, they're obviously this kind of person. Yeah. yeah. And that and that's that I think that's the the bit one of the biggest problems now, because, mm. you know, I was, I, 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 yes. I was easily fell into that trap.